did it. You Are we do doing the Genesis? Joke about the mixed sandwich again. So it'll be the third time this podcast, <laughs> yeah, or is two I, enough? I love the sandwich by two just meaty men. It just... No, you're the you're the bread. I uh, know you're the bread. Who who who? Welcome to the most plague-filled May the Zoo be with. <laughs> Everyone's sick. Everyone's sick. Everybody's miserable. Welcome to the Is end of 2021. Uh, I am kind of sick. My kids are okay. My I'm kids are very mood. sick, and I have been. I've been. I am joined today <laughs> by the King of Weight Walkers himself. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! Wait, George. Oh man! Don't tell George anything in your life. No, no, seriously. If you have sensitive, if you're sensitive about something, don't share that one sensitive I, thing I, because I basically I, I help you get over your phobias. Well, and no, I'm you, also you joined by America's favorite barista, Nico <laughs> <laughs> Murray. Everyone loves the coffee content. I'm yeah. telling you, man. You should start a, a Fab and Coffee podcast. I've actually thought about it. Yeah, I've I will not. I will it. not watch it. Oh, that's fine. Apparently, everybody else wow. on your channel will. Wow, that's great. I, wow, that's... <laughs> I love it. I like it. I don't. I already don't watch content already. Never mind if it's coffee based. I am only I like, watch Rudy. Am I so stuttering bad. right now? Like, is my video feed? No, you look great. Okay. Wait, did you did you do his stupid test? So it's not. You know, yeah, no, I, we didn't test it. It's fine. It's good. Are you sure? Positive. Because I'm on my Mac now, not on my PC, and I'm. This is great. Great. Yeah, it's great. All right. right. And George, so, you are you are the sickest person on you are at the verge of death. This might be the last time we see George. This I'll might be, be honest. This, I like <laughs> I did okay yesterday, then last night I like way overdid it. I am I am hurting today. <laughs> I am like hurting today. All right. So today we're talking about New Year's resolutions. What do oh. we want the games to be doing as they look through the peeping glass and look into 2022? What do we hope the games do in 2022 different, better, the same than they did in 2021? And this is going to be a special episode because it's going to be, it's going to start with Mitch. It's a Mitch sandwich. This episode's the Mitch sandwich. Oh my God, you already made that joke in the middle of the Mitch sandwich. Oh my God. It starts with Mitch and then the Pokemon and and Magic are not Mitch because he was dealing with his kids. And then the end is Mitch. It's like a, it's the perfect combination of a Mm. Mitch sandwich. I love, um, I, did you know I used to make sandwiches for a living at McDonald's? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> America's favorite burger flipper. Mitchell burger. Oh, I said sandwiches. A we burger even, sandwich? I worked at McAllister's, which doesn't have I burgers. love McAllister's. The I question is... I in the back of the house just making out, just turning out sandwiches. Is a burger mm-hmm. a sandwich? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We all agree. But okay. they don't have burgers at McAllister's. I worked at a deli. It's different. Anyways. um, So, it's starting with me. Fine, go for it, boss. Well, you're up. Louis said we're sandwiching me, so I just want to make sure. No, like you're you're sandwiched on the content. Godspeed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. Godspeed. You, we, go yeah. Let's start with Mitch, though. I just received well, a child. I, okay. Um. So I, I I think the thing that I'm most excited to see this year is what happens and what happens with Genesis. Like, it's I feel like it's on like the no, wait, Mitch. We're supposed to start with flesh and blood. Oh, I'm genuinely actually excited for Everfest. I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it will be the first fab set that 
I'm kind of enjoying from a player's perspective and from like a collector's perspective, which that's a difference. I've been enjoying all the sets as a player's perspective. Oh, so that's please. the difference. You didn't start playing until, until I'm, after Monarch. I, how much XP did you get yesterday? I, I how love, much XP did you all get yesterday? I love that George is, is milking our podcast to change the public's persona of him as a investor to, investor a player. to a player. <laughs> He's just trying to milk our, and no one's falling for it. No, like, no, no one's falling for it. George, feel free George, to post your, Post up your XP, you know, in the channel. I got six XP yesterday. Who won your WTR draft yesterday? WTR draft yesterday. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. No, no, who won? I want to know now. Team Kitchen Fable, baby! Shout out to Logan. Logan, Team Kitchen Fable, beating George's whole score. Logan Paul, let me down. I told you, Phil, where were you? Phil, I need to be. Team Kitchen Fable, Logan Paul coming in. It was Logan Vines, right? Yeah. Nice. One of the nicest people I've ever met. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually really interested. So Louie and I are Louis are not our Louis patrons. Uh Louie and I are uh patrons of Alpha Investments. Um, oh, yeah. and I, I'm really interested to see the future of Fab. It sounds like they've heard and they've seen Unlimited and how it's doing or the lack of performance that they expect out of that product. And it sounds like they're making some changes, and I'm genuinely curious to see the outcome of that. Um we haven't really talked about it on the podcast, but like when I closed the Midtown Merchant, it was more like it's just advantageous for me to continually sell singles. And I'm kind of pigeonholed in the singles window because I'm not a brick and mortar like Louis and George, but, or not, you know, but I'm generally curious to see if like there's a viable model that comes out of any movement of, of booster boxes. Maybe they change the way in which they present them or sell them or whatever. I'm generally curious to see the outcome of that. I'm also kind of confused. Like, you know, we saw pre images of, we haven't heard anything about unlimited. Or yeah. first, really. Everfest is definitely having unlimited. Well, we saw the product images, right? From LSS. Well, right. One distro is also taking orders for... Yeah. Are they already customer. taking it? Okay. Yeah. So I, I did not know that. So I, I was curious of like, if are, is this the last set they do unlimited with? Are they going to announce something like that? Or are they going to keep doing unlimited? So I'm genuinely curious to see. We've heard from Rudy. like yeah, That's always weird to me. It's weird to me that Rudy's the I understand the I, voice of this. Like it's well, always but, bizarre to me. But we know in engaging with him that he does have regular conversations with LSS. Regular being like at least once a quarter. Um is kind of my yeah. vibe. So yeah. that being said, if he's has communication with them, like you know, lots of other LGSs do are, are able to communicate. I am curious to hear like outcomes of that and and it sounds like they're making changes i don't remember explicitly or directly what he well, said in that message but he did basically say look they've heard this they've seen it they're making changes and i want to know what those changes are well it looks like they're trying to hop off the kennel fireball bread basket go to mm -hmm. seg that's been the vibe well yeah nobody knows that is, is kind of putting on i mean and, and if we were to pick up, two different upgrade you know, that's a huge upgrade yeah that's exactly i was gonna say if you could pick and choose yeah, yeah. I'm Star City Games is that. great. Star City Games is wonderful. Yeah. No beef with Star City Games. I've only ever heard you say good things about Star City Games. Yeah, no beef with Star City Games. Great, great company run by a good dude. Um, they treat the product with the respect it deserves. Uh, I don't think they're going to dump it like other game companies have. Not naming names like Channel Fireball. Um, I, I mean, the damage is 
I, I feel like the I agree the image is done. done. Like, it's just yeah, like, like now now that's the price like, of an unlimited box. It's but like, like the Rudy, but like the Rudy message basically said that he that James White told him that they're looking at these direct partners and seeing who handled the product with respect and who didn't. And that's right. good. And I hope they do that. And I hope they come to the same conclusion that like most community has that Channel Fireball has done maybe some serious damage to the it's so, brand. It's such a yeah. Anyway, it's really a bummer. Here is what I want. I think the community needs to get a grip. And I say this with nothing but love for 95% of you. They, you need to tell George that he is a player, not an evil investor. That's what you need to say. <laughs> get a grip, get a grip and accept that George is a you. player. <laughs> Y'all are picking me when I'm sick and dying. Wait, oh, stop it. If you, you dish it up. Yesterday in store? Hmm? Did you play? I mean, I'm assuming you didn't yeah. have a fever. But you I didn't have a fever. I tested, I've tested negative for COVID 18 times. He's like, his wife's made him take like 15 COVID tests. Um, is she, is she I felt fine long yesterday. COVID now? What? Is she calling you long? Like you have the long COVID now, right? The community needs to simmer down a little bit, in my opinion. Simmer down in what way? Uh, well, if you let me talk, I'd maybe explain it for a second here. So... Whenever somebody talks about MetaZoo and Fab, they're like, oh, 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 that evil SOB has killed the market and ruined my childhood. Are they talking about you? Mother of God. The other, But when somebody does a six-figure or a five-figure Magic the Gathering box opening, they're like, oh, that guy's a hero. Look how he's converting Magic players to Fab players. This is nonsense. The community needs to be okay with the game it has and build around the game versus trying to tear down others who happen to enjoy more than one card game. Yep. You are allowed to like MetaZoo and Fab. You are allowed to say, hey, it really stinks that one distributor is now 33% more than the other distributor, and that doesn't say anything bad about Flesh and Blood. It says something bad about that distributor. Yeah. You need to, you need to actually listen, not listen to a couple of morons on Facebook. You need to actually listen to what is said and think about, hey, that's actually right. At the end of the day, if one store is paying 33% more than another store, that's going to create a lot of weirdness in the market. Yep. And that's what we're seeing. Feels bad for a lot of small LGSs. Yes. You want to carry the game. I so idea, like, somebody was talking that there's only two stores in all of Vermont. Somebody like was 14 people in Vermont. Like, that's about more than I thought you were going to say. It's a whole state. There's two stores in in Tades Valley, West Virginia, that carry Flesh and Blood. Because of Louis. So, so anywho, I'm a nobody. That's yeah, true. but you're in West Virginia, and you're the only other thing in West Virginia that's popular. No, so. there's three stores in my area. One of them, no connection to to me. I think the I think the community needs to do some reflection, especially when like the email from Rudy seems to suggest that LSS agrees. Right, LSS yeah, seems that to, was my thing. Like I feel LSS like, seems to be saying we understand that, in particular, a couple of stores and a couple of and a, and a distributor it seems like yes. have not handled the product with the respect it deserves. Right, and we're going to address that going forward. That's all that's been said. Nick, nobody I'm aware of has ever said. You know what really sucks? Flesh and blood. Yeah, nobody has said that. 
That's not been the right. argument. The argument hasn't been gameplay. The argument hasn't been any of this nonsense. It has been certain direct partners are not handling the game with the respect that I'll say that I believe the game deserves. Right. That's not saying Fab is bad. That's not saying Fab is kill. That is just saying some people are abusing the fact that LSS is based in New Zealand and not the U.S. They're not as in tune with the U.S. market as maybe the as many other games are. Well, the the right. community has gotten so wrapped around this player versus collector mentality, which is like yeah. why you're so terrible for the game, George, because you are pumping yourself as a player and you are also a collector. You know, I think that it's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm a great collector and a great player. Just giving you a hard time. Um, I have. I will tell you this. He was a collector turned player. I have now played in five. I think five events that have four rounds. I have won. I have gone undefeated. The last two rounds of every one of those tournaments. Wow, and a couple of those so were buys. <laughs> It's a switch, so you lose two yeah, games. Don't don't talk. Just knocked let him, down to the bottom. Man, just let him have it, buddy. Just let him have it. Just I'm just, just saying easier. he's winning off the so, bottom. But how, how, how much XP did y'all have this week? Out of curiosity, I Yo. just let him have it, Mitch. Just let him have it. It's fine. It's fine. Undefeated the last two rounds. That's awesome. Undefeated. Um, okay. If I, there was a ten round tournament, I would only ever lose the first two rounds. I'd go two and eight, and I'd win it all. I agree that the, I agree that the community feels different. Um, it, well, it seems like. It, they're, they're like it seems like so many people are desperate to be offended. They're just like they're like they're like. Now, I mean, hold, hold on, hold on. But there's also there's a sense to this that we are. Uh, this podcast is definitely a hot button because of the the history of the podcast. Uh, it is a hot button. It's issue no longer a fat thing. podcast. Is that what you mean? An well, it's, it, it started out as a joke. I mean, the the MetaZoo text. It was a joke. That MetaZoo text was a joke. And anyway, it. it the the so I think George, you feel some of that. I think as a whole, though, the community seems like it was built on this idea that in in the short term, Flesh and Blood was going to be the size of Magic: The Gathering, and like yes. I was, I was guilty of this. And I have had the next modern TCG. You were like, well, like that's fine. TCG. I but like I think I was guilty of this too, and I had to redefine what flesh and blood is in my mind. And I think the community is maybe having a little bit of a hard time with that. Um, like it's going to take longer than the two years that I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I thought flesh and blood would be in my mind as big as Magic: The Gathering in two years, which was a stupid thing to think. Like that was a that was a that was a dumb thought, Louis. Like that was a dumb. That was a dumb sentiment and a dumb thought. I don't think it's a, well, I, I think the reason we thought that is because of the accelerated growth that it had within those the first 18 months, 12 months that it was out there. The market and had it, that. Yeah. And what was really interesting is we didn't realize until set four, so when Monarch was coming out, that that was really the genesis of the game to some extent, right? Like that was the beginning. Yeah. It would have been really interesting I've, I've been kind of contemplating. I actually think the release strategy of what they did for the first three sets was really wise. And I think I like how they incrementally introduced us to a more complex game that's in Monarch and, you know, Tales. It gets me kind of, a, I, I am curious to see, I feel like Monarch is really, in terms of gameplay, is where the game's going to start kind of gathering people, yeah. if you will. Because that's kind of the core game at this point. And, you know? and I think what the community is feeling is there is a sense of some people who are, who prefer the 
yeah. old game, and that's going to happen. And, and the community has to figure out what they're going to do with that. Yeah. I hope as a community we can become more... I mean, I just feel like when I started this channel, when I started this, let me finish my sentence. When I started this channel, everybody was all about each other. It was all this consensus, even content creators. It was, it was all about uh, everybody doing things together. And we have come to a, a few, it's become a, a battle, uh, uh, like content creators making videos about each other. And, uh, it's just become this weird just a bit a mar to the market to the not to the market a mar to the community and i try to not i don't know i try to not do that content because i don't i don't have anything bad to say about like i just don't i just it's just different it's anyway. not your mo but like it is interesting to see how the community as it has grown because the community has grown a lot in the last year mm-hmm. it shifted a lot yep. um it shifted a lot from to the moon to like is the game i i say this kind of cautiously um because i don't think that this is true but there are people like is the game dying you know and then there's other people like no the game's not dead there's thousand people at you know this yeah. event and thousand people at that event so there's just a lot of polarization of people are like oh the game's dead because i lost i got burned on monarch um and i i think that there was just unhealthy yeah. expectations early on to your your point Louis. like we're like oh this is going to go three thousand percent in the next year I mean, I remember having a conversation with George as we were acquiring, acquiring singles, like high-end singles cold foils last year. With even with Louis part of the conversation, we were guessing this time, you know, this year, what the heart would be 100k. Yeah, yeah. We all, I think there's a podcast where we all said that an alpha box was going to be 20k by the end of this year. Yeah, and, and now it's... you can get a case for less than that. Yeah. Oh yeah, way less. And, and so, <laughs> Hi, doggy. And I think what's funny though, the game came out two years ago and a case is worth how much? Right. 15K? 16? And this is my point. I think as a community, we have to accept the fact that like a alpha box, the cost of a revised Magic the Gathering box doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like it just doesn't, it's just not, it, it's going to take more time than that. And like, yeah. the, I actually the think it's going to help your spot now. I agree. The the key to look at. Well, I've done a video this week saying that the that two month window around Monarch was a bubble. Like it was all. If you yeah. if you if you take out, you obviously didn't watch that video, George. If you take I, out, I, I do you, remember watching it though. It was like this. Yeah, and on you, either side, and there's just like huge. Yeah, lump if you bill. take out that two month window of idiocracy, myself included, buying a thirteen thousand buying a thirteen thousand dollar eye with my life savings account like it, like if you take out that two month window which you know nobody seems to care about nobody seems to you know I, all, all people care. anyway <laughs> burn louis down burn me, yeah burn, i don't care about the game because i'm not rich and can't afford 15 hearts and 15 eyes so i don't care about the game but anyway have um, you thought trying to be more rich? I've tried, man. I, I think every day, man, if I just will this in my head, if I just think about money, I'll become rich. But that's it how it works, right, George? Tell us how no. it works. Yeah. Um be better. Right, can I tell my my thing? We've done George's community thing. Mitch wants Everfest to be. Uh I would love to see you from Flesh and Blood in the year 2022 player versus environment experiences where we get to play together as a team to beat a an a common enemy in the card game world. I, I, this is a new idea for me. This is a new idea. For, just let me flush it out just a little bit for you. Uh so so you can see the blood of it. That was good, wasn't it? Uh let me flush it out so you can see. <laughs> 
Should we, t- <laughs> but, we should tell him that he should not be in marketing, right? <laughs> but I, uh, uh, no, no comment. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> I want everybody to see that. Nick set me up for that one for the spike. I'm not yeah. doing it. Oh man. Uh, but I would love to see a way, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about this a lot. I see a lot of people comparing ideas like uh, Commander and saying, uh, you know, when w- the community needs to create like this. I really think that um, Flesh and Blood needs a driven thing from LSS that helps support more casual uh, play, more uh, just like friends hanging out and playing the game. Let me finish. I didn't even say anything. You're you're the, you, God, you are the one of the sensitive ones. You got to give us some space, though, too, to interject because you have some interesting ideas that we can no. kind of build off of. No, I agree. I, I would love to see a way to play in a. Okay, go ahead. Y'all know my PvE. You just want to play with friends. Louis you wants can friends. play casual and it not be PvE. Eh. It can be. Eh, sure. Like, it's like, not the same. Like there's Why casual magic. The there's no PVE magic. There's casual Pokemon. There's casual MetaZoo. There doesn't have to be. Ca- isn't they don't have PVE. casual? Isn't what? Popper like isn't no. like a commoner casual? Uh, I would venture to say that Popper is one of the most uh, competitive versions of you Magic. Commoner at my store yesterday before the um, Welcome to Wraithraft. Again, mean, before I'd... you guys did an, a more sanctioned event, you played casually commoner. And notice we did okay. not play PVE. You're right. You're both right. You can play casual. My point is a different dynamic. I'm all. I, I'm allowed to pick what I think. I want to see PVE. No, we can teamwork ultimate pit fight. That could be interesting. And do like allies versus. You know. I just want to call Louie a terrorist every time I play UPF. <laughs> of like, so you if I ever... make sure you put them on the team that are the terrorists, and then you can be whatever the other. I am team. I am team Bucky's in freedom. Team Bucky's and Freedom. I just want to see. I think. I think the world of Flesh and Blood is so. I was having a conversation the other day. Somebody was saying, if you look at Magic the Gathering's lore and you compare it to Flesh and Blood lore, how much more refined Magic the Gathering, or sorry, how much more refined Flesh and Blood is. Yes. And like, there's yeah, such, the Magic lore is pretty brutal. <laughs> it's horrible. There's such a good um, <clears throat> springboard for something like that, and I think that uh, that's what I want to see in 2022. So. All right. That's my that's my spiel. So George wants to be a player. George is a player. George wants I want. to... Hey, George, you don't become a player just because you have XP. It takes time, my man. I want to play George. I'm going to visit George. My wife for Christmas uh, bought me plane tickets to go visit George. Uh, so we're gonna do a whole a whole thing. Is that the I'm is that your... when are y'all doing that? I'm gonna wreck you. Uh, the tw- I think that in January, yeah, the end of January, last weekend or the second to last. I'm gonna, week. I'm gonna destroy. Is your, yeah. is your, is one of your big events that weekend, George? No, it's a week at, it's a week before. Change your event to that weekend. Okay, I'll call, I'll call LSS and tell them that I need to change. Yeah. To the right hey, uh, I have this really big YouTuber coming in, and I need to change. Maybe you, maybe you've heard of him. They, they won't do it. <laughs> if you, if you're like, hey, this uh, another YouTuber was coming in, they'd probably be like, oh yeah, please change it. What but you need to do is me. actually say DM Amrata is flying in just for yeah. my tournament. Yeah. And, uh, can you guys change my? Like, oh, you're having Louis fly in. Let's just cancel your store. Is that is that when your skirmishes? <laughs> no. There's no uh, so we have Not skirmish season. We have farewell I'm, to I'm, welcome I'm to Wraith. I think the weekend after the week comes, and we have oh, is our. It, is this still farewell quest. season? What? I think it's the start of farewell season. Okay. There's only one weekend for farewell to welcome to Wraith. Yeah. Okay. And then it's then, Pro Quest. Then how it's many, Pro Quest month. How many after. seats do you have for that? Sixteen. 
That's actually pretty small. Oh, it's like, that's my that's my only complaint is I wish I could fit thirty two. Like I'm gonna have to turn around some turn away some players. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Louis. <laughs> Sorry, Louis. You can't play. You know, I think it's all right because you know Briar's not in Welcome to Race, so it's all right. So George won't know how to so play. George won't be playing. Uh, I'm he sorry. Not have played over me drafting Welcome to Wraith yesterday. What we all George, uh, what did you draft? I play, uh, who do you think I drafted? Casting? Bravo. Bravo, of course. Oh, you didn't take my advice. George I did not take me. your advice. Your George advice was called terrible. me and said, give me advice. Your advice was w. terrible. Well, how you, many people you didn't play win. Dory? Huh? What did Logan play? He played Dory. Uh, I think Dorinthia. Um, yeah. yeah, Dory's pretty good. I, I hate playing against Dorinthia. I do too, dude. I hate playing against Dorinthia. I absolutely. She is like the, like, I when I first started playing, I was like, give me any deck that can be Dorinthia. <laughs> and like, that's all. That's the only thing I played because I always played with my brother-in-law and he always played Dorinthia and he kicked my ass every single time. <laughs> and it drove me nuts. You're like, oh, I got to either overblock and then he just saves the cards for next turn or, you know, anyways, I'm going to get off my rant. I hate Dorinthia. All right. She has a crazy win rate too. Did you guys see like her living legend status is actually quite high? Oh, yeah. thank the Lord. She's in the top not, five, not, I think. Not oh, happen. not oh, happening anytime soon. No, you gotta get through Brian. I mean, chain it, first. It, I, it's not anywhere close to Chain or to uh, to your favorite one. The fact that Briar is outpaced Chain so fast—it's it, insane. Happens. All right, are we ready to transition? We're gonna cut are Mitch out. All right, Metazino. ready? Bye, Mitch. Bye, Mitch. Mitch See you guys. with you. All right. All right. That was a pretty awkward transition, but now it's just me and George because this is before Mitch could show up. So uh, thanks for joining us, Mitch. I'll hopefully see you soon, right? And we get to the MetaZoo Minute. We'll, we'll see, see Mitch how... at the beginning of the podcast and at the, end, the end of the podcast. It's a Mitch sandwich. Well, you know, we're, we're going to see how well your video editing skills are. Spoiler I've seen them. Wow. I, yeah. My skills are much better than the time that I invest in it. <laughs> Uh, you are very sick. I'm sure I'm we've dying. already made fun of that before this, but um, I'm dying. This is yeah. Like I overdid it yesterday. I guess like I'm not yeah. well. Yeah, that sucks. But all right. For those of you who are worried, I had eighty. I have. I think I've had twenty five COVID tests, and that they've all been negative. There you go. Classic. Well, let's continue the conversation because we've already. Yeah, that was a great talk with Mitch, wasn't it? Yeah, wow, it was, that was really insightful. Was I really loved everything about, he had to say. It was really great to talk about Flesh and Blood. Now let's transition oh, wow. and talk about Magic the Gathering, what we're excited to see in 2022 for Magic And Pokemans. Oh, you want to do Pokemons first? I like Pokemon better. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's a lot. Um, when I was a kid, my dad would always call Pokemon Pokemon, and I used to you get do. so angry. Like so angry. It's like, I dad, that dad, it's no not reason. Pokemon. It's Pokemon, dad. And he still does it. And there's a piece of me that still gets angry. Um, um, you could never have told me that. That was such a rookie move. <laughs> that was such a rookie move on your part. Yeah. It's like telling you that I started Weight Watchers. That was also stupid. <laughs> Who was the, wasn't there a commercial, like the queen of Weight Watchers or something? I don't know. Now you're the king of Weight Watchers. There you go. That's what I'm doing, man. Kind of. Some of us have, you know, kind of trying to keep our figure. You know, I'm just ready to go home. Yeah. There you go. You're you're getting close. I am. I feel it. Every week you're more sick. Oh my god. Uh, all right, Pokemans. Uh, right. I am a man. What do you want to say? You think. start. You start. You're you're more attuned to the Pokemon Pokemon stuff. I want to see stores start to understand that this is not abnormal Mm. when i first started my store which is only three ish three and a half years ago now 
you had to take Pokemon to get your spend up to get magic. Mm. I'm not kidding. I have like a room full of old Pokemon to prove it, which is now worth far more than it, than it was when I got it. I couldn't sell it. Nobody wanted it at the time. I had Hidden Fates um, Ultra Premiums on my shelf for months. Hmm. I guess like it didn't fit. And now people want Pokemon again. And I think like, you know, I told this to people. I'll bet you I saw 20 plus business um, um, plans from stores that were predicated on $200 Pokemon boxes. Right. I hope this isn't going to be the way it's going to be. Not this isn't going to work. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Like, you know, I forget what set it was that came out during COVID. Uh, the very first set, they just went to like $200. It was, mm-hmm. with the, it was with the Pikachu one. They just went to like, boom, $200. Yeah. And it like stood there forever. Then it went to 250 And everybody was like, oh my God, like Pokemon's going to print money forever. And like now they found the printers and they're printing a bajillion boxes. And I'll be honest, distributors are like, Hey, take some more Pokemon. Take some more Pokemon. Take right. some more Pokemon. Have you had Pokemon this week? I got some new boxes in. You want some more? Po- and it's like, you guys, enough. Jeez, right. oh, flip. Y'all can store things too. Y'all have a warehouse. Um, but They don't like doing that. But like stores need to relax and realize that like this is what Pokemon is. It's not, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's well, going to be... You're going to buy boxes for a certain price. You're going to sell them for 25, 30% more. And that's the business you chose. So like relax, have a good time. I think that the Pokemon market tends to set the standard for what the TCG market's going to be like. And, you know, they did that in 2020. We had this huge uptick and that kind of trended towards all the other TCGs. This huge, you know, it was a lot of the Logan Paul. It was a lot of the, you know, there's the 2020, the stimulus checks, all that stuff. Um, but like, I, the, I agree. They, they should give us some more stimmies and get this market <laughs> pumping again. The, the, uh, the reality is like, that was not a sustainable market no. for TCGs. And now I think that's going to flux back into all the other ones well, too. But the I question is like, what do we want to see from a Pokemon set? What do we want to see from the TCG? In and like honestly, like I think Pokemon's already doing a lot of the things. Pokemon's doing great. My, I like, dude. My daughter pulled a a. uh, It was like the the monk, not the monkey, the uh, the chipmunk, but it was the the alt art extended chipmunk the other day. I was like, that's cool. Like, like it's they have all these like super rare like printings. I think it's a fun thing to open, even the sets that aren't super expensive. Like they're doing a lot as far as the TCG already. I like um, I have very few great. The only grape I have with Pokemon is I wish they would kind of tone down some of their boxes. I guess I have two grapes with Pokemon. If I could have two New Year's resolutions for Pokemon, it'd be these two things. First, for the love of God, would you tone down your packaging? That yeah. fat Pikachu box is still the thing of nightmares. They waste a lot of like space and resources. And there's, there's they're 13, doing the opposite of flesh and blood. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's 14 <laughs> packs and one fat Pikachu character. Like, you could fit a pallet of stuff into one freaking box, I bet you. I didn't get any like, of those fat Pikachu boxes. I, I have a million if you want one. <laughs> I have, like, yeah. I, like, they're so enormous. I mean, like, it's like, you know, like, you know, let's, let's, let's get some of this plastic under control here, Pokemon. Let's, let's, yeah, let's relax. Um, and I think the other thing is, like, I don't know, like, I think, 
sometimes their additional boxes, not their booster boxes, are too confusing. Yeah. So, like, why is a Dragon Pult a billion dollars? Because it has a bunch of, like, weird stuff in it that's, like, weirdly expensive. There's a million products. really wants. It's a, mm-hmm. There's a million products, too. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I get that, and I, I see what they're doing. They want shelf space at LGSs yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But, like, ooh, it's a lot. <laughs> like, it's a lot to carry. It's a lot well, to hold. I don't see that gotta, changing though. You got to train. No, you got to train your employees. Like what you know, what's in this box, and why is it different than the other eighty-five Pokemon boxes? And that's hard. And like, you know, frankly, I don't have a Pokemon person at my store. Yeah. So like, they're reading the box with the customer, being like, "Oh, this has a binder in it. Oh, this has a notepad in it. Oh, this has." Yeah. And do you know. find that the customer even knows what they they want? No, they don't know. They have no <laughs> clue. They they ask the price. I tell them the price, and they assume something's good in it or not. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I don't love that. Um, I think, you know, there's just too many weird things. Like, do I need a notepad? I don't well, know. It's, like, uh, it's the age demographic too. Like, I, I don't know. You have, there's, there's, there's little kingdoms writing her Pokemon notepad. I doubt it. Little kingdoms can't, neither of my kids can write. They're two. How old are your kids? A, my oldest is two and a half. She they can, can be able to write it two and a half. We, we do school every morning. I, for those of you who don't know, if we haven't talked about this already on the podcast, the last two days, I've been, my wife went back to work. So I've been from, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Just me and the two kids, which is great. I think your kids should be able to write it two and a half. I'll be honest. That's not we, good. We've been doing school in the morning though. We, we do. She's learning three letter words right now. She can spell car. Don't let her learn four letter words. If it's, <laughs> oh, she's, she's learned some four letter words. Yeah. That I, I know. <laughs> I know her dad. That does not surprise me. Um, uh, yeah. I, anyway. I don't know. I, I think the amount. I think the amount. <laughs> the words are just Fab and MZ for Metazoo. That's all they know. That's all they need to know. That's all they need. Monarch Welcome the family business. Yeah, Monarch it's miserable. Is... <laughs> uh, so I think like the. I think that that works. So for like mm. seven to twelve, like that that age group is a great demographic. And I, I maybe you probably don't have that huge of a demographic of that at your store, but I think some stores probably Not, do. I have like twelve kids coming to my store a yeah. year. Yeah, nah, I'd have twelve a month. I think some stores probably have that demographic, and some don't, and so that stuff probably performs pretty well at those stores. But I don't know. I mean, like, I'll say this: my distributor seems to have a lot of Dragon Bolt if they're selling well. Yeah, no, I've noticed that. <laughs> they're but, like, you want some more? I'm like, no. I would like God. to see. I would like to see in 2021 toned down packaging. I, I yeah. don't think that will happen because that's definitely no. not their desire. But I would nope. like to see that. I would also like to see, um, like, a more refined collector set i see a lot of people like in the the 30 year old range liking the um like the japanese collection stuff like uh the stuff from the pokemon center uh, i don't know I'm, I'm not in that world so i don't know that a lot but i'd like to see some of that reach lgs's and that kind of yeah. super exclusive thing you know, i think pokemon's in a great i think they are in a really good position to take what magic is doing with secret layers and throw it to the lgs like can, they don't have both say like we both agree that i think pokemon has done the best this year of probably any game maybe you could argue metazoo of like any of the lgs any of the tcgs at giving products that they know their customers want well i mean celebrations was i mean celebrations, celebrations like, was crazy it was crazy and they also made it so that everybody can get it i love that about pokemon they have the best reprint policy of anybody by a mile yeah 
I agree. Of, like there's nobody there's nobody in the same universe in terms of like good reprint policy. And I don't want that to change. Like no. I, I like no. their transparency of look, anything is reprintable. If it moons, we have the right to reprint it. And then you're investing in things for the super long term and not the short term. Like they avoid that kind of short term investment type thing. Um so that's cool. Yeah, uh like they print, yeah. man. Like no, oh, yeah. I mean they got the new printers too. I sold like I think I sold thirty 100 celebrations products wow. in my store in December. It's <laughs> crazy. Celebrations was crazy. That was a great set. That it was, was a great set. That and, was, like, was a lot of what I like to see from TCGs is like that homage to like the old collector, also like some, you know, some fancy new stuff. It's just, it was good. It was, it was a great, great set. Uh, Pokemon really, I think Pokemon had a great year. I think like, you know, the one uh, battle styles is a little rough. But I think that set's going to age well. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot of battle style still, uh, and like it, you know, I don't mind holding that. I think that's going to be fine in a few in a, in a year. Yeah, it's, I don't. I think it's a good set. Yeah, I, I just, you know, like listen, we know two things sell Pokemon sets: Charizard and Fat Pikas. Um, you know, like you you look a lot like the Pika, and um, it, you know. <laughs> And Battle Styles doesn't have either of those. And that means it's not going to sell well immediately. But they have fun art. It's a cool set. I'm not, I think it'll be fine. They know their demographic pretty well. They, yeah. they cater to the both, both the people our age. Well, sorry, the people my age, not as much as people your age. That you're kind of out of the Pokemon realm. You're too old for it. But are you seeing um, close to death? Uh -huh. I feel that. <laughs> but the, the, the kids too, they, they cater to both of those pretty well. Uh, I'd like to see them again. I think their packaging is ridiculous, and they need to be doing better. Like that's a, they 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 should be setting the industry standard for stuff like that, and they are not. They are not. They, they are, are they the are opposite. the laggards. They are <laughs> the laggards. They're like, the opposite. Like Fab is like we got some recyclable wrappers. Metazoo's like I'm planting a tree for every box sold <laughs> and giving a billion dollars away for every plant I look at on the way to go buy my wilderness. <laughs> and Magic is like. I don't really care. I just do my thing. At least and Pokemon's like, how much plastic can I put onto the planet? At least Magic took the secret layers and made those smaller. That was a, did that they was really? A, yeah, they made them like actual size. But well, they need That's to do that point. with Commander. They need to do it for Commander. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I wish I would do something about that. But yeah, they will not. Uh, I plan on leaning into Pokemon a little, maybe not on the channel, but as a my buddy Robbie and I are going to start like opening more Pokemon next year. You're going to be a PokeTuber. Uh, I'm trying to get Robbie to be a PokeTuber. That's my PokeTubers. PokeTubers have like the stupidest number of subscriptions of any card game by a mile. I know it's it's. Can if I, I were unlisted, Louis? if I were just in this for the uh, for the clout, I would definitely be a PokeTuber. Uh, but I, I think uh, there's a lot of clout in that. Like I, I guess that's true. Like I guess yeah. like whenever like un, like whenever what's his name Leonhard or whatever his name is like gets seen doing anything, it's a big deal. Like if I put the the time investment that I put into Flesh and Blood into Pokemon, yeah, like I would probably have you know twenty five thousand subscribers by now. Like, if well, the I community put... really appreciates that, and um, it's uh... <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> okay, uh, my community appreciates it. Anyway, uh, all right, you ready to talk about magic? Yeah. All right. I'm going to start with the magic one because I, I we started talking about this on the phone earlier. And then you were like, I'm not telling you mine. Because you stole my ideas last week. No, no, you that's did. fake news. Um, 
I think that uh, Magic the Gathering. Um, oh crap! Now I forget. It. I should have told you so you could steal it, and then I could. <laughs> I didn't take any notes. I've been so distracted this week. Oh my God. Uh, I think exactly. as we move into 2022, uh, oh crap, I completely forget it. Go ahead, you, Louis. You, you want to go first, yours. right? You no, know, you, you want to go first. I don't want to steal your thunder. I don't want to steal your thunder. You talk about yours and then I'll try to remember mine. <laughs> Here is all I want from Magic the Gathering in 2022. It is one request. It is one request. Would you hire one person to play test your product? <laughs> That's all I want for 2022. I don't need a team. I don't need a lot of people. But I remember when they came out with Commander Legends. I will never forget this. And my wizard's rep calls me. He's like, George, you need to go heavy on this product. This is designed for your store. It is draftable Commander. <laughs> and I said, my store loves Commander. <laughs> and loves He's drafting. Like, I know. My store loves drafting. I know. He's like, this is a draftable commander set. And it is unplayable <laughs> as draftable commander. It is awful. It is uh, the worst set of cardboard ever produced when you only look at it for what it was designed for. Right. Now, there's good cards in it for commander, and that's good. Thank the Lord. Right. Uh, if not, <laughs> box would be $10. Um, but, like, as you know, for what it was designed to be, it is the worst box I think ever produced. I would mm. rather play Hyborian Gates than <laughs> than than play Commander Legends as draft. Yeah. So play testing again. So like, and I mean, like, and like it was like one of those moments when I had it happen at my store, and I was just like, oh, they didn't play test this literally at all. Like, there is nobody who will convince me somebody played Commander Legends as Commander Draft and was like, bam, stick a <laughs> stick a Watson logo on it. Ready to print. Should Commander Legends have been a Commander Jumpstart? Mm -hmm. That that could have been cool. Uh, you know, if they had play tested it, they would have figured out that it's unplayable. Because um, Jumpstart, Jumpstart, I feel like did pretty well. It, but nobody did. Anybody at your store play Jumpstart the way that it was intended? I feel like if Jumpstart was a Commander product, people would have played it the way that it was intended. You mean you get two half I decks? New, I don't have a lot of new magic players. They come into my store knowing how to play magic. Yeah, but Jumpstart's like a fun. I, I think Jumpstart was me and Robbie played. I go back to Robbie all the time. We got to get Robbie on the podcast. It would be horrible. Uh, Robbie and I, you think I make fun of, you think you make fun of me? <laughs> me and Robbie, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of joking between Robbie. And I. Anyway, this sorry. Is a great story. Thank you yeah. for sharing that, Lou. <laughs> this is great content. I think a Commander Legends jumpstart thing would have been cool, where you take 50 cards and yeah. put them together and have a deck. Literally anything other than the monstrosity they produced would have been better. Yeah. Um, but, like, for me, it wasn't just, like, that's a bad box of cards. When you've done a game as long as Magic has, you're allowed to have a bad set, and nobody's allowed to complain about it. I think right. that's, like, you know, I, Crimson Vow is terrible. I'm not complaining about it because, like, it's, you know, it happens. Right. But Commander Legends showed me they're just not playtesting. Right. They just, like, they just don't care. They're just yeah. like, oh, you know what's going to happen? You're going to buy it. Right. And they're right. So, like, maybe, like, what I want is something they're not willing to, they're, they're not willing to do because, like, the customers don't seem to care. Mm -hmm. Like, Magic is still selling like crazy. Right. Except for Crimson Bow. And, like, it's, you know, but, like, man, like, I don't know, man. I think, you, you know, 
I feel like you should be able to hire a play tester if you're Magic the Gathering. Right. A team. There should be a team that's making sure. Or that I guess the... a person. I'll, I'll take one at this point. Let's start I'm, small in 2022. I'm sure there's a team. Um, all right. My thing I remembered while you were talking. Good. It was good that I, I think uh, this is crazy. So Magic has, has Magic has set themselves up for this world, right? Where they, for the last 10 years, it's just been kind of like, all they focus on is printing things to oblivion and uh you know it's it's all about the the player and yet they don't play test and they don't have like people who actually care about standard and now i really feel like magic standard environment has kind of just like it's like almost non-existent um i think that they have painted themselves in a perfect opportunity to stop printing to demand and to do limited like do like a lower print run type thing. And that would bring them into this like world where they're competing again with the other TCGs that like, they're like, if they're Rudy always talks about how he thinks magic is afraid of MetaZoo and flesh and blood and the collector market that they're seeing there. If they just didn't print the obscene amount of boxes that they're printing and they cared more about the secondary market that would compete. I know you hate this. That would change the market. I want to. I want to congratulate you. That is the worst <laughs> idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm not saying like print it so that nobody can get it. That's but exactly like, what you're saying. No, I'm uh, not. No, you're like I'm not I'm, saying. Just I'm saying. It. I'm just saying. Don't print as much of it. Go back to the same metrics that they use for like Return to Ravnica, like that kind of style this of. That was available for two years. It not in the, sorry before that before return to ravica like the sets but right right before that that was the With nope and there was like 14 stores i mean like come on man come on man like, get out of here go back to the metrics that they used before then and then stop the whole like they give the most of the print run to their own selves on amazon you well, that's like what, a different topic. What they did you, with time you, you, you should have started with that second one, which is actually a good one, and not your monstrosity of the first one. I'll be honest. <laughs> what they with you. did with Time Spiral Remastered, where it was, it was awful. Like, was it was only awful. awful. It was only awful because they put it on Amazon. No, it was awful because they made an amazing set that people couldn't access. Right. Give every no, stop. Give everything that they put on Amazon to the LGS, but just don't. And there print. still would not have been enough for Time Spiral Remastered. I disagree, dude. There was a lot of Time Spiral on Amazon. Three hundred dollars a box right now. There was a lot on Amazon, a a metric ton on Amazon. What are you, what are your fingers doing now? Are you looking up on Amazon? No, I don't care about Amazon. Jeff Bezos is cool. <laughs> Your he looks, fingers you are, see his new picture? He looks buff. Your fingers grew. They look bigger. In... I'll be honest. <laughs> on my watch, I had to undo with a strap because my I'm swollen today. It's not good. <laughs> today. I'm not. No, it's like it, like I wore the watch yesterday. I mean, today. Get uh, out of here. Uh, Time Power Room Mastered is currently, the cheapest box is $270. That's great. What was it that's at release? Awful. What was it huh? at release? What was it at release? I didn't get any uh, time spiral remaster. I own one. Well, box. you don't deserve any apparently. I own, all... I own one box of time. Two fifty three at release, and it's two seventy five now. Yeah. Okay, that's not like. That's awful. That's awful because the box should have been one hundred fifty dollars, and it could still be like two hundred. Wasn't what? What was the MS? Well, there was no MSRP, but what? What box does it? Doesn't it compare to Modern Horizons two? No, Wasn't not for price. The... Not for not for our pricing. Not for store no? pricing. 
No. It was a regular booster box for sure. It was person? not a regular booster box. But it was nowhere near Modern Horizons too. Interesting. I thought it was. I didn't buy it. I didn't. I was in a store back then, so I didn't have yes. any. Yeah, I didn't get any uh, time sparrow. Interesting. I thought that it was more of a Modern Horizons two set. I think, like, my point is. My point is, Luby wants you to pay three hundred dollars for a booster box to play a game you love. No, 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 no. I want to no, no, no. accessible the, to all of you. Instead of the boxes being, I'll help. For, I'll help you define your points a little bit. Better. Instead of the boxes being in print for two years, and like this massive influx of product at the end of that two-year cycle, what you don't feel like that's the way that it is? No, I, I feel like that's like, the way. To, I think I that's like, good. I think people want to play the if you want. They can still play the game if they print it in the the six months or twelve month window, but they have fifteen sets a week. They come out with a well, million like that's sets a, a week. Topic again. They, that's a topic. But okay, so my point is, if they're going to come out with fifteen million sets a week, then they can't constantly be shoving it down the throats of their consumers and their and their I don't stores. Know. I don't. I'll say this: I don't feel that pressure from Magic. No, I will say that like I have a different distributor for Magic than I do for Pokemon, so that might explain part of the difference. Mm. Shout out to my favorite distributor who tells me my Magic and my Fab now. Um, I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. You just gotta get your Pokemon from them. I, I gotta get my. I can move my Pokemon over. I do like a, I got like I think I did five hundred thousand dollars in Pokemon this year. That's crazy from distributors. Uh, anywho, like I think like I. I like the way they do their boxes right now, except for Time Spiral, ironically. Um, <laughs> let people have access to the product. I want that. I want that. <laughs> you're here. You're you're assuming my intentions are wrong. I just think access to the product for two years becomes a crutch for. I don't know. It just becomes a crutch for the market. I, what I'm what? saying, if you if you are magic, if you're a Wizards of the Coast and you are afraid that these other games with their limited print runs are taking your market cap and right, taking so your... Let's break it down a little bit. This is a terrible argument. Um, first this... of all, Ma- magic has nothing to hear from MetaZoo. The only thing I would say about that is that like, and I, I've talked to stores about this. It is much easier to convert a Magic player to a MetaZoo player than any other game yeah. because they're used to that land or aura system. Yeah. But usually I think MetaZoo goes more towards the Pokemon audience. Right. I agree. So, like, I don't think, you know, if I'm if I'm Watsi, I think MetaZoo is something I have to keep on my long-term threat sheet. But not today. Yeah. Today they're going after you know Mike's got to take down the Pokemon crowd. Then it can come for Magic. I agree, and I think like listen, like the Fab thing, like those are different players. It's Fab a, has competitive said, scene. yeah, Fab has basically said like I want you in that store playing competitively. Yeah, and Magic is like I want you in that store playing Commander. Yeah, and I, those, it's funny because like I know. Of the probably, I mean, of the 20 to 30 players of Magic the Gathering that I interact with or have interacted with in the last three years, maybe two of them are competitive. Like maybe two of them go to a Friday Night Magic being like, I want to win Friday Night Magic. Most of them go to Friday Night Magic being like, I just want to play the game and this is where I play when it's not Commander Night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, like, I just don't think, like, I don't know, like, 
you know, I think that this year has shown that like magic has a lot more stability than I think I gave them credit for at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like in the beginning of the year, I was like, oh my God, Fab is going to take down magic by this time next year. And like Fab will overtake magic. And it's like, there are a 10th of the size. Maybe. Like it's not like, you know, maybe like maybe in 20 years, maybe in 10 years, we'll have that discussion. But like a lot can happen in a decade. I, I think maybe my argument as I refine it is for collector boxes to be that way. Oh, I, I feel like, okay. oh. listen, listen, oh. listen, I feel like, like you can get Crimson Val collector boxes right now. Crimson Val is a dud. For like this, the price of a, like, it's like distributor price. Basically it's like, it's less, it, it's like less than distributor. And like, I feel like if, as a result of that, also as a result of the complete, like I think, um, Throne of Eldraine, Throne of Eldraine collector boxes were perfect. Like the market for that, like it was accessible for you know, a few months. You could get the boxes if you wanted them, but then they gained value. And I think what you saw right. happen, it's happened with every set that's gone out of print. That will happen with Crimson Vow in a no, year and a half. No, no, it won't. What Dude, set has gone out of print buddy, for Magic that buddy, it has not been true for? Uh, I mean, look at Return to Ravnica. <laughs> They're $100 Return boxes. Return to Ravnica. Oh, last time I looked at it, it was like a $100 box. But like I said, collector booster, first of all. Well, they didn't have collector boosters. That. No. That's they, my point. The collector boosters of, uh, what is it? Theros haven't gone up. That's not true at all. I, I don't know the fab, the medicine marker, the, wow. the book, whatever the game. Any card game. <laughs> I My point is. If you look at the, the, the before you just shut me down, can I finish my argument? You oh, always go do ahead. this. Make your make your terrible argument. I think the amount of collector boxes that have been added have devalued foils. They've devalued the multipliers. They've devalued all that stuff. So if you limit that kind of availability, you can still have the collector product, but it doesn't devalue all the foil singles and all that stuff in the same way. So like Theros is now two ten. It started off at two eighteen. Right. So, like I said, it's kind of just like a dead market. I mean, like, it's selling, though. Mm. Two boxes sold yesterday. Two boxes. <laughs> my my point is that it's a... It, it affects the singles market. Where, like, I like the multiplier for for foils. Like I like to see like, okay, a foil rare is $5 and the non-foil is $2.50. Like I, I like that multiplier. And because and also, of, like it tanked the last three months, Theros did. That's wild. Wonder why. Also the, like the collector boxes, because they're so abundant and because there's so many foils, it tanks any collectability. I think that's true. I think that you have a stronger argument on. I think, but like this points to the harder problem, which is like when you have these three boxes, I think it's one too many. I agree. And that's why they're um, trying to get rid of, well, I don't know. They're trying to get rid of draft boxes. Though. I don't know how you do that though. I hate that. I hate it. I don't think it's, in the, I don't think you can. Like, I think stores are going to throw a fit. They're starting it in, uh, in the Japanese market. I think one of the markets, one of the markets they're starting. <laughs> I only, speak, speak I, only, I only speak freedom. I only speak freedom. Um, <laughs> Pretty sure Japan is a is Japan a free. Nation? I can't hear you over me with my guns eating buckies and smoking the pots. <laughs> what were you saying? I missed it. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Let's move on. Uh, are we? 
I, so like here's what I will say is I think you are right about that and that the I think the collector booster box just makes every single from every other box completely worthless. It ruins the singles. From I even from its you. own box. No, the, it, the only thing that's valuable is the high high well, rare foils. The high I think that's you know, I think that's foil. true. I don't think that bothers me. I hate that. I know you do. Yeah. You you are you are a greedy piglet. I'm. A I'm not. No, stop. What my point is, is, I want players to retain the value of their collections when they open a box. I want their the value of their collection to not tank by fifty percent because it's just like greed of the company. That's what this is. Like the more boxes they print, the more boxes. I, they... Like, listen. I think like I think it's pretty obvious that collector boosters are just a cash cow, right? Like right. that the money the money on that has to be unbelievable. Um, especially there's no shipping costs. The boxes are so tiny, and it um, costs them less to. I mean, it doesn't cost that much more to produce a foil mm-hmm. card than a non-foil. No. Especially when they just do this gross rainbow everything foiling. It's not even right. good foiling. They don't it's even like, like do the design on it. Yeah, there's not like it's not like you know at least like you know MetaZoo or Fab has to like box out where they want foiling. Yeah, Magic is just like foil everything. Foil the done. whole card. Yeah, yeah. Can you screw it through the box while we're at it. Do the like, inside. Let's do etch foiling and make it look yeah. horrible. Let's just etch the entire card. That's what we should have done. For the love of God, either do cold foiling or don't. Putting a drop of cold foiling outside the text box is maybe the worst of both worlds. Or the other one they did for Commander Legends. Remember, it was like etched. The whole card was like this horrible. It looked like a blurry foil. Like, it was awful. <laughs> they are so bad at that. They're so bad. For they don't card, care. They, for, that's it. For a card they don't game that's care. been on the market the longest, they, they care don't the care least. They don't have to, and they know it. It's amazing. But here's the thing. Like, this is my point. This is my point. If they decided to care. If they decided to care about that world, it would be. And this is like the um, the the serialized cards. Maybe that's their way of caring. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be honest. I think that's going to be. I think Rudy's right. That's going to be a game changer. We'll see. Oh, that's going to be a game changer. We'll see. Louis, a magic card out of a magic card out of a thousand will be one thing when they start doing when they they're going to become sports. It's they already did a hundred, right? Isn't yeah. isn't so. Yeah. But like it's gonna be there's gonna be a one-on-one magic card. And That's Louis, crazy. that card is gonna go for so much money. And it depends on what the card is. No, it doesn't. It, it does doesn't? it could be a common foil X one of one. I think uh, it depends go, on the card. It goes five figures. That's crazy. Uh yeah, I'd like to see that stuff though. Be, I mean, it would be the rarest magic card I th- produced. I think that the the lineup for 2022 magic is the best lineup in by far in five years. Yeah, I, by far. I, I think the unset starting off strong with the unset. Yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. they're starting off not strong. Kamigawa. I'm not. I'm not loving Kamigawa so far. What is wrong with you? Have you seen the lands? The lands look cool. The whole like. Oh, that's another thing. Put the cool lands in the draft booster box. Don't do like you could a chance at the cool lands. Just give them the lands. Come on, magic. Don't be such cheap jerks. Just give the just give the players the cool land. The uh the Kamigawa, I wish it was old school Kamigawa, not this like neon like I love I love it. You're nuts. I like the set. The parallels are gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a bear to to sell singles. Poor single selling, man. They God. are they are screwed. <laughs> Like Rudy's like, if they put in our etched cards, maybe we'll start seeing more uh, mass box openings. Yeah, but they put in parallels and it makes it impossible to sell singles. Like, it's crazy. Lots of charge packs. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, I don't oh, something. I'm 
pretty hyped about it. I think Kamigawa will be good. I think um, Unset looks great. Unset looks really good. A lot of things look good. Yeah. All right. Call nine one one. I'm dying. Hey, Mitch is back. All right. Now it's time. Oh, hey. Now it's time to do the uh, the Meta Zoom minute. You want Are to we do doing the Genesis joke about the mixed sandwich again? So it'll be the third time this podcast, <laughs> yeah, or is two enough? I, I love the sandwich by two just meaty men. It just... No, you're the you're the bread. Uh, no, you're the bread. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm the meats. No, you're the bread. That's not Mitch. how sandwiches work. You're on the you're each end. You're better. You, you, first, are you, you made sandwiches in the past. First sandwich barista. I thought you guys are op- opening. No. Okay. Never mind. You're the bread. I, I'm over. I am the bread. You're the bread. You guys uh, meet. Let's talk about Genesis and then let's do medicine minute. All right. Last week, last week, right? Last week for the kids. I'm playing on Sunday night. I'm gonna hopefully try to live stream it depending on kids in the nice. Genesis. Uh I love they do they do a um Sunday night learn to play event in the Discord server where it's like a free to play. They got a bunch of people that teach on, it's really, on Sunday nights. It's really cool. I don't know what time I, I'll I be looking do that. Because um, I need to I need to really dive in and start to learn it better. Like I've I've played quite a few games, but it's like uh, my, my timeline of playing is so spread out that like you know you forget a bunch of things. You I need to play yeah interest yeah yeah I need to play like two two weeks in a row like three or four t- times a week and then I'll I'll have learned it. But um, for those who haven't played, how's it? How does it feel playing that game? Oh, it's super fun. Like it, it, I love the movement system. Like I I'm addicted to it. Like I love the idea that you get to move around on the map, and I think it's a it's such a cool. Com like it's such a cool complexion to a TCG that it's you get refined. to find. It's yeah, like it is. It is. It is. It is a smooth game. It feels like it makes sense, and it's like why hasn't why haven't we seen this become an actual thing mm. in the past? Because it just makes so much sense. Like the right. grid based idea, and like the way that it all is flushed out. It's just so much. <clears throat> it's just a cool. Um, and it's easy. It's pretty easy to pick up too. Like. When it's you're hard to master, it. easy to kind of get going, kind of thing. Well, I haven't gotten close. Oh, my wife's here. I haven't gotten close. You're beautiful. Goat, Look how goat, beautiful she goat, is. Goat. Um, I, she has I to have deal with you. That alone is goat status. I'll be yeah, honest. I agree. <laughs> um, I I just think it's it's easy to pick up as a like while you're learning to play, it's easy. And I I have not mastered it, so I don't know if it's hard or easy to master. But um, the deck side, you can build a deck with as many cards as you want. Yeah, I know. Probably There's not like a limit, a card limit, right? Mm-mm. It makes deck building complex. I think. Yeah. But I don't. I don't deck build in any TCG. So I don't. <laughs> we all know you just net deck. That's fine. I net deck. Is that's what Genesis I do. Net deck yet? I don't know. Probably. Scheming I don't think Genesis deck builder yet. Let me get somebody out there doing it. So. There you go. Um. So I I've opened a lot of Genesis. What does that look? I have. I've probably opened 20 boxes of J2. Yeah. I mean, like, that's a lot for yeah, I think you I got like six boxes and sealed back behind me. So you've got like six foils, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I That's why I kept opening. I'm like, damn it. I want some foils. I just want like a God pack. Like, give me something. Yes. I haven't had a God pack. You know what my stupid idiot did? Me? Uh, my stupid idiot called me. My stupid idiot myself. The idiot inside <laughs> me. I was opening boxes and I wanted to open a foil epic. I was like, I I'm know. just gonna I'm gonna open boxes till I hit a foil epic. I'm gonna open a foil epic. There's How'd not that go for you. There's, no, not gonna, there's, there's not gonna, there's not gonna happen. You know what's funny, Louis? I was like, just give me a rare. Like just give me something. Because I yeah. kept hitting commons and uncommons. I did think I got a I I, I eventually got a rare foil but i don't even know where it is at this point that's that's so, so much fun to open because I, I love it and like people who are like 
Lou, you don't understand the market. People like shiny things. I get that. But I don't like, like, I like the rarity of shiny things. And their I, foils are like full on foil. I hate, yeah. I hate the, like, the way that magic has <laughs> completely destroyed the foil multiplier. Like, I love in Genesis that the foil version is worth like 30 times, oh, it's, it's, 30 it's, it's, to 40 times. But there's also time. like 10 of them in the world, it feels like. I love like. it. <laughs> so, love it. Uh, love it. It's a challenge. George, what are you thinking? Oh, I'm all in. I like Genesis a lot. Like we're we're going, yeah. you know, we're trying to figure out how many boxes to get uh, the last week of the Kickstarter. Uh, my gut right now is about 400, maybe 500 boxes. Um, nice. That might go up. I'll be honest. Like if my final number is closer to 750, I won't be shocked. Yeah. Um, because you're stocking like your whole store. Like you're stocking your whole store for, for that, yeah. right? Yeah. Listen, like I really believe in Genesis. I think Genesis is a really good game. Um, Assad's a great CEO. Uh, you know, Assad and Mike, I think, have really shown, have really cut their teeth this I year. I mean, Assad messaged me directly and said, hey, Mitch, I've talked to Louie and George directly, and I know that you've kind of stepped, you know, dipped your toes in a little bit. You know, what are things that you think that we could do well to help serve that content community, to serve, you know, content creators, to serve stores? What are oh. things that you think would be, like, just him reaching out directly to somebody who's, a, I'm not a brick and mortar like you all, so I won't be able to sell boxes. I could sell singles, but um as louis was just mentioning the way that singles work are not quite the same complexity or the maybe not complexity is the word it the way deck building work is it, it doesn't really make singles as valuable or at least as a business model i think uh, you, I, I think you could have a potential to make sell decks that, yes that's, but you have, I mean, I think have to, a, that's yeah, so much work louis you know that i i know i if you don't want to work at all, then you're not going to get Well, I already have a job. It's, it's working and working on top of that. So, I, um, uh, I, I, I think the game. <laughs> I have a job. I, I you're unemployed. I'm generally curious to see if Genesis starts to get legs within the States. It's, it's actually already kind of growing in Canada, from what I understand. And that's where they're based out of. So, if you um, like Poutine, you will like Genesis. That's actually the motto. Yeah. You're welcome, Assad. If that's not on the box, I think you have filled as a CEO. That's I'm just going to say that. Genesis, if you like poutine, you're you'll like Gen- love Genesis. And like, let me be clear. Like, everybody should like poutine. So what we've learned in this podcast so far. What? Louis wait. is not great at marketing. George is great at marketing. Yeah. Sure. Wait, wait, wait. You don't know what poutine is? I, I mean, we talked about it on the podcast multiple times. Jesus. But... Are you serious? I don't. I tend to not pay attention. It's French fries with cheese and gravy on top. No, no, oh, cheese curds, cheese yeah. curds, and not just gravy, like a delicious gravy. Who likes cheese turds? That's disgusting. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna, <laughs> like. I just can't do it. I'm sorry, aside. Forgive his ignorance. He does not. He does not know. Not. Are you eating a razor blade? Is that a razor blade? <laughs> I wasn't eating it. Uh, all right. <laughs> I wasn't eating it. I was just putting it in my mouth. I, You know what my favorite thing about Genesis Kickstarter is? Everyone who I've talked to about the Kickstarter, which is I've had a lot yeah. of private mess. A lot of people in, in our community are on the Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they say, Louie, what do you think about the, the three Kickstarters that are going on? 
I say, I don't know, man, what do you think? Like, what is your, you know what I think? Cause I do videos, whatever. What do you think? And what I hear all the time is I think this game or that game is just going to be a lot of people who are in it to flip it. But I actually want to play Genesis and try yeah. it out. And I, I love that the way that Assad has built their Kickstarter mm-hmm. is it's, it's pro player. It's pro like, the um, whole game is the whole dynamic of boxes is everything yeah. pro player. And I love that, and I think that that's why it has, like, one of the things people always compare things to MetaZoo Kickstarter, and what I remind them, uh, they're, they're like, do you think this is the next MetaZoo Kickstarter? And I remind them that, like, MetaZoo had raised $18,000. There was 250 yeah. backers. It had nothing. Like, it had no traction at all. And that's why the MetaZoo Kickstarter box is worth so much money. Like, if you have a billion backers that are all in it for the tendies and the flipping, then it's just not going to ever have the legs, and MetaZoo didn't that's not MetaZoo's story. They they got big after their Kickstarter. And I like that Genesis is not leaning into that. Like they're aware of that. Like I feel like some of the other Kickstarters aren't fully aware of that. They're trying to play off the secondary market. And Assad's just like, no, like we'll print as many boxes as we can do in Kickstarter. That's the right. point, right? Like that's the that's the point you of a Kickstarter to support the game and grow the game. And so like for me, um, that's what makes me super excited about the way they're doing things. Mm-hmm. And um I'm stoked about it. So, what's really interesting with how they did the foiling, which we were talking about as well, is even as a player, you're just genuinely excited to find. It's like finding like a hidden treasure. You're not ex- yeah. because they're so rare. You're not expecting to find it. So when you actually get them, you're like, oh, like yeah. for me, like it wasn't oh how much is this? It's like I finally got one. It's yeah, like finding a fossil or something. It was just like. I've been looking for it, and it just randomly appeared, right? Like it. it was they a do the actually opening foils versus Fab. Like every pack has a foil, you know. It it really was a nice change of pace to to have. They do that. do the full the full card foiling, which it's fine. I'm not a huge fan of, but like when it's that rare, it kind of mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Yes. Like yeah. it, it just doesn't matter at that point. Like you're. I almost like that when you get it, it's like blinding. It's like oh my gosh, yes. like, it's like, a lot like, to take in. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's super cool. George, I you've been like, surprisingly quiet. Excited. George is going I'm online. Dying. Yeah, George you're, is ready. You're feeling pretty bad. Your throat hurting? Everything hurts. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I've probably aged, I'm sure, too. Happy New Year, buddy. <laughs> All right. I'm almost done zoo. with my sandwich, so we're almost done. The zoo minute. Or <clears throat> what do we want from the zoo in 2022? Oh, there's no special secret thing that you had? It play? rhymes. Well, on Discord, they posted what was it yesterday? A, a new image that had a Kickstarter logo in the corner. That's the uh, that's the playing that's a playing deck. That's the card game. Yeah, the cards. Yeah, like uh, tr- the playing, uh, card. playing card. cards. Yeah. yeah, on Kickstarter. All right, so so how here's we about what I that? want from the zoo in 22. Or I want a release that has all the products at the distributor at the same time. Yes, and I think Mike knows that. I think that, Mike is yeah. that, like that is his goal for Wilderness. Yeah, but like I think that is something that like needs to happen in 2022. Is like the distributor will have box decks, book spell books, event decks, yeah. everything. Seamless launch. Yeah, their, I'm not a huge fan one. of the way. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the way they've done it in the past. Um, and just like delay like, it. You're you're for sure not because you're doing bundles, Louis. Yeah. So you're like, I gotta wait till my bundle. Because then know. you get people who cancel orders as the market changes, and it's yeah. just annoying and frustrating. And I, yeah, I, I almost rather have a delayed release. Yeah. So, what would be a better? I mean, so there's two I mean, outcomes: like, either I'm, ship them like they're continue shipping, which is piecemeal. 
I don't have a problem with it for this for a Crypto Nation two. I didn't sure. have a problem with it for Nightfall. Um, it's like this: the world's a mess. Just you know, supply chains are a mess. It didn't bother me. Um, it still doesn't bother me for Crypto Nation two. I do think in twenty two, I want to see a seamless launch. A a launch <clears throat> at once. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully that's with Wilderness. If not, it'll be with the UFO set. But I think that needs to be a top priority. And I think Mike knows that. I think Mike will accomplish that. Um, I want to see him. Yeah, I will. I want to see him flesh out some of these verticals in 22. And I think he's working on that too. Um, I want to see like the NFTs. I want to see them like, I want to see them do something other than just give early access. You know, I want to see the party with all the NFTs in it. Um, I want to see some fleshing out of the verticals. And I think he'll do that. I think he'll do that. Um, those are my two big wishes for 22 for MetaZoo. And I think, listen, I think, you know, this has been the year of the zoo. Like this has been, this has been the year of the zoo. Um, it's really been the last six months that it's just been outrageous. Like six to nine months. I like met, you know, listen that, you know, that very, that third podcast we did. And I was like, listen, like MetaZoo's coming for the world. And you guys wanted yeah. to talk about something else. Um, True. and I was like, it does not matter. Because what was like the Metazoo, of your video yesterday, Because Met, like MetaZoo came, MetaZoo's coming. And I was like, wrong about MetaZoo, or I thought MetaZoo would fail. Was my, my video. yeah. And like I think it was worse than that, but yeah, it was a clickbaity title for sure. And like I that think wasn't like, clickbaity. That's exactly what I talked about. Mother of God, I, I thought you said it was a joke. I thought MetaZoo was a joke. Yeah, that's what I said. You did not say it was going to fail. You thought it was. A I joke. thought MetaZoo was a joke. Yeah, sorry, you're right. I thought Met, that's that was more clickbaity than it was a fail. But the go ahead. conversation I talked about was I thought it was a joke. I'm not disagreeing with you. Look I'm at the name of our podcast. We all thought MetaZoo was a joke. We named our... I'm well aware. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And then you and two of the three of us were proved wrong. And then we got on got on the hype train with George. And George is like, I'm you good now. You were still against it on that third episode. I knew on the third episode... You Listen, after oh, oh, Nick, not one. me. Nick, not yeah, me. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, no. I, I wait a minute. Pause. On and I am fully, and I actually, I apologized explicitly to Mike, and I was like, hey, Listen, I was wrong. wrong. Yeah. This doesn't well, matter. Remember, remember I said. Here's my point. Okay, this doesn't matter. Here's my <laughs> it point. It doesn't matter because it's the year we all got on together. I think this. What what scares me is, like, I, I hope the MetaZoo community realizes that this parabolic growth yes. cannot sustain continue Correct. in for in perpetuity. Yep. I bought most of my Kickstarter boxes for fifteen hundred dollars. I just bought some for nine thousand dollars, maybe a little bit more than that. <clears throat> that does not mean in six months they're going to go six X again. Right. Yeah, I agree. That box will not be fifty four thousand dollars in June. Right. It'd be nice. And you guys happen. need to not expect it to do that. And you can't count that as a you can't count that as a failure. Yeah. Like what really scares me, the number one thing that scares me about MetaZoo is people like, geez, you know, Nightfall really flopped. I'm like, it's like two times MSRP. Right. It's seventy percent more than MSRP. Like that's the definition of a flop. Is like there's so much demand that like if you put it on <laughs> MSRP, you sell it in an instant. I, like I can tell you all was a tremendous success. Yeah. I put boxes I, out recently and they sold instantly. Yeah. I mean, it's like, gone. I think like the community needs to kind of like, they, they need to temper some of their expectations. Yep. You're not going to have that like 
you know, you're not going to have the Kickstarter boxes go from a hundred to ten thousand dollars every set. And new releases are now printed at, at volumes that should be MSRP plus maybe 10, 15, 20 percent yeah. on the release. Right. And yeah. like, I think like that's that doesn't mean the game's failed. It means that no, like that it's means just, it's two months ago, everyone was like, you need to print more boxes so that people can get the hands and the players. And now everyone's like, oh my gosh, Crypto Nation second edition, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, this is the point. Like we want boxes to be affordable for play. Right. So my thing that I want to see in 2022, I agree with George. That was a really good one. I didn't even, my brain didn't even go to like product releasing in time, but it's because my brain went to, when you guys say that 2021 was the year of MetaZoo, <clears throat> And I, I think 2021 was great for MetaZoo. I think 2022 has the potential to be even more the year of MetaZoo. Is my point. I think that's true because yeah. of and this is the key to me. And if this doesn't happen in the way that I hope it happens, it might be different. But like organized play and getting people yeah. involved at the LGS is the transition point for MetaZoo, in my opinion. Yes, where um somebody said the other day and everyone was complaining in the Facebook group you see all the time. Does anybody even ever play this game? I don't see it played at my LGS. And somebody left a comment Mm -hmm. that I was like, that's the, that's great. This is a great argument. The game's been out for, was the first edition released four or five months ago. Like no new game you see is going to be in every LGS in four or five months. And And the boxes were how much? Right. And it came out super expensive. Yeah. I think second edition coming out at acceptable, you know, at the prices that it is right now is saying that, hey, now boxes are available for stores to really launch their, um, you know, their organized play program. You can use packs for prize support. You can do um, all the things like now stores don't have that excuse. And like now is where the legwork comes in for stores. Right. And that's, what, you know, where, where Mike's leaning into. Like I haven't been able to run events on, you know, my people ask me all the time, Louie, are you going to run? organized events on the discord server i haven't been able to because like to expect somebody to drop x amount of dollars on a deck just doesn't seem realistic but now that second edition's out i feel like i can do that and i can yeah. run those even though I'm, i want to do a um an event wrapped around the mothman festival here in west virginia where like people come and play that are going to the mothman and then they can go to the mothman festival like really cool things like that um, and that now you can do that with the organized play program. So I hope 2022 produces that kind of, um, I think that will happen. Yeah. I, I, just, I think we'll see a lot more OP. Um, I think like, remember I, the symbols for Crypto nation two are the same for nightfall. They fixed a lot of the problems in Crypto nation one yep. and Crypto nation two. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm generally curious to see how the accessibility of Crypto nation two second edition, how that will open up the player base or at least get it started. Um, you know, George, you've mentioned Nightfall's a joy to play, at least at your store. A lot of people oh, have been yeah. commenting how good it is. Yeah. I'm really curious to see. It sounds like they've put a lot of time and effort into Wilderness as well. Um, so I actually hope Wilderness stays around MSRP so we can actually play it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I, I think that, yeah. I think it will. Um, I, I do think what we will see this year is, is I, I don't want to say it's an echo, but maybe a similarity of we saw. I actually think the amount of growth that MetaZoo saw this year sets them up for a really hard challenge this year because you're like oh well wilderness didn't grow 2x in two weeks no like that's not the expectation like if it's growing 2x in two weeks it's because the demands doubled again or tripled you know Uh, i don't see that meteoric growth continuing to happen 
I do see a steady growth strategy where he's continuing to, you know, building these verticals. The pins, I, I'm not a pin guy, but those pins are awesome. I actually didn't realize how sweet pins would be. Exactly. Like opening some nightfall, you open all your boxes in you. I, dude, pins. last night I just... Isn't it fun though? I had I had two sealed cases here, and I was I was like I'm gonna I really wanted to hit the um the Wendigo. I actually got the pin, but not the I got the Wendigo. I got the pin, but not the stupid card. I was so angry. Um, oh, I did the 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 pack, whatever it's called. Yeah, I got no, no. I got the um like the, the alt art pin. This is the alt art pin, but it's the is that I, the chase one? I yeah, yeah, but I didn't get the chase card. So anyway. I uh, I opened another case then trying to get the chase card and I didn't get it and now I don't have any sealed cases and you know me I like to have at least one sealed case of everything so now I'm gonna have to buy one. <laughs> They're only anyway. going for like 200, 300 now. <laughs> yeah, which is I mean uh, they were one fifty, weren't they? I think that's what we paid for them. Um, uh, George is legitimately dying right now. Yeah, I'm dying. Uh, right. Here's what I think. Here's the, here's where I want to see MetaZoo in June of this year. <clears throat> I want I want boxes to be reasonably priced. Yeah. I want the player base to really grow. Yeah. And I think that will happen. Um Nightfall started that. I think Crypto Nation 2 will continue that. And I think Wilderness will also continue that. And that is me, the path I want to see. Let me highlight this. It, I don't want to see hyper competitive. That's not what I'm no. expecting. No, like, no, no, no. Here, here's That'll what I'm expecting. There, this, be... this is what I'm expecting. High value prize support that's yep. given to LGSs that run events. So it can't be sold by NFTs. I, I don't you were giving out like some tokens, I think, yeah. for price support, which I thought was really cool. Go ahead. That's that's really cool. I agree. Mm-hmm. But high and like high price support, like I want a Mothman card that is only available at LGSs for price support. And that will bring these collectors into being like, I'm gonna go to the LGS and throw a deck together and play the game. I'm not gonna practice for three 30 hours a week. I'm not gonna play in 15 million events, but I'm gonna go to the LGS to play the game. Like that that's a <clears throat> that's a win. And it doesn't need to be everyone's like, how can it be competitive? It doesn't need to be hyper competitive. It, it can just be competitive. Be, but it can be more laid back too. It can be Friday night magic comp- competition. And I don't know what your guys' Friday night magics look like, but mine oh, around gosh. me do not look like this hyper competitive thing where everyone, there's like one or two guys who defeat everyone and are trying super hard to win and nobody likes them. And then there's 15 other people playing because they want to hang out with people. That's what Friday night magic looks like. And that's what meditation yeah. should look like. So anyway, cool. We done? Are there anything? I mean, you were talking about NFTs are you know getting scooped up left and right. Louis, are you seeing? Yeah. You thinking those are going to grow, continue to grow. It all depends on the mark. It all depends <clears throat> on the announcements of their utility. Yeah, I would like to see a roadmap on the website yes. updated with this is the actual utility. That would be huge, especially for Genesis. Like, there's been a lot of back and you know, there's been a lot of different things said <clears throat> about Genesis. I'd like to see it on an actual you know transparent document. Um, but you know, the, the floor price has gone up on them. I think the, the issue with NFTs, I think is people are so, uh, either people are all for them or they're all against them. And people need to realize that there's a middle ground here where like, it's going to disrupt the NFTs are going to disrupt the world somehow. That doesn't mean that you have to be involved in them to enjoy the product. Like you don't. Like you don't have to, like you can still get the Dimac shirts without having an NFT. Right. You just don't get a, a card added to your, your pack added to it. So like, it's just like, it's just like a bonus. It's like, think of, think of NFTs as it's a subscription, membership. as a membership. And like, 
It's an expensive one. This whole this whole uh, NFTs are a scam thing is accurate for ninety eight percent of NFTs. But MetaZoo is a reliable company, and it like well, that. OpenSea that's the actually difference. has them. If you go to collections right now and you look at um, utility tokens, they're like in the top ten right now. That's awesome. NFTs. That's in incredible. Terms of, if you, I thought it was really cool. I shared that with Mike. It's like, dude, did you know you're like under this? He's like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's super cool to see that. I, I, I think it'll be an interesting year altogether with technology. For all those that don't know, I work on the in the tech sector, and it's just going to be really interesting to see how NFTs, crypto, and all that continues to grow in the next year. And there's going to be, a, I think, a unique intersection, and we're already seeing it between like video games, TCGs potentially, or games in general, and yep. NFTs and crypto. It'll be interesting to see how those kind of come in line. Um, should and be an interesting year for sure. I just think it's important for people to, and for companies, and I think Meta's just doing this to realize that like it doesn't have to be all NFT. And if you don't own an NFT, you're you're missing out on that, but you're not missing out on enjoying the game. Like every right. everything that you could have done, if the NFT didn't exist, you'd be getting the same treatment. You're just not getting the bonus stuff. Like I don't know. Um, I got you. Yeah. Cool. cool. Awesome. All right, George, feel better, buddy. This is yeah, uh, man. it's sad seeing you like this. I'm dying. Yeah. I I, I miss your sass. Yeah. This is it. I really wish that you made fun of me for the Weight Watchers comments because I had a lot of comebacks prepared. And so, (laughs) like, I didn't even get to get into my. I just see Louie in the mirror. He goes, I'm going to come back and get George this time. I'm ready. I I was practicing him. He didn't even, like, he didn't even, like, I've been, like, like, I even gave it to him on a platter so he would make fun of me and he just didn't. I'm not that kind of guy, Louie. I'm not oh, that person. He called me fat 18 I'm, I'm times that, in the last podcast. I'm not that person. <laughs> you, you literally texted me and said, "Hey, can you edit out some of the times where I made fun of you so I don't sound like a jerk?" This is a, this is a supportive. This is a safe place, really. <laughs> this is your safe place. You can tell me anything you want publicly on this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> my my comebacks were so good, but we'll have I'm to save them for next time. Like, the Weight Watchers thing has to continue for like another six months, so I'm sure we'll get into it. One of my best friends did it. He lost weight. I don't remember now, though. Maybe gained weight. I don't know. It was a scam. I move my bike, so every time I'm on the camera, I see it more clearly now. All right. right. May the Zoom be with you all. And also with you. And everyone, remember to be kind to the people around you. Go back in. Thank you.